You're listening to the Progress Your Health Podcast, Episode 1. Welcome to the Progress Your Health Podcast with your hosts, Dr. Robert Mackey and Dr. Valerie Davidson, a husband and wife team who specialize in bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and functional medicine. They're here to help you lose weight, balance hormones, and age gracefully. It's their mission to motivate, educate, and empower you to take your health to the next level. And now your hosts, hormone experts, Dr. Mackey and Dr. Davidson. Welcome to the Progress Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Mackey. And I'm Dr. Valerie Davidson. So we're actually really excited to be back. For those of you that do remember, uh, we used to have a podcast before called The Dr. Rob Show. I had an old host, Charlie, who's moved on to bigger and better things. You came on to the podcast after a lot of coaxing and prodding. Uh, Now you're here. uh, So this seemed like a a perfect transition to change the name. Now, I do apologize. We've been a little bit MIA for about the last six or seven months. We haven't published an episode, I think, since August of 2015. So... We apologize for that. There are a lot of that had gone on in that amount of time. We got a new office in California, you know, which was uh, things that you, I'm sure you would agree, right? Things always take longer than you expect them to. You have a plan and an agenda and you should always, as a rule of thumb, like double or triple the amount of time things take to to get started. Uh, Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. But the office is wonderful. I'm so... So very excited about that. And then with our, you know, Progress Your Health is the name of our office, the name of our business. So we've kind of, I guess, rebranded a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, like I said, the podcast before was the Dr. Rob Show. Now you're on you're on the podcast. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense to keep the name the Dr. Rob Show, uh, thinking that uh, and our business uh, and our clinic and our website is ProgressYourHealth.com. So it, we thought the continuity there between the two was, uh, was a good idea. It just took a lot longer to fix that. Plus, I had some... Uh, technical issues, uh, switching over the, the episodes in the podcast, which is a whole bunch of technology stuff we don't really need to get into, but it was, uh, it was something outside of my control. I really didn't know. It was a little bit of a, I opened up a can of worms, kind of went down the rabbit hole trying to, you know, mess around with the podcast when I, in reality, probably should have left it alone. But uh, nonetheless, we're here. We're excited to be back. You know, we're really um, looking forward to kind of uh, re-engaging with all of you. And we're really here for, you know, we're here for you listeners. We are here to inform you, entertain you, uh, give you some information that you might not you typically hear. For some of our old listeners um, that are familiar with us, uh, some of the things that we're going to talk about in the first few episodes may be somewhat familiar, uh, but you know, repetition is always good, right? The more you hear something, the more it sticks in, and there may be always a little bit of a gem or a, uh, some, you know, some little tidbit of information that you haven't heard before that may be beneficial. So, so Dr. Davidson, uh, and for those of you also that are unfamiliar with us, we are a husband-wife team, right? So getting that, even though I have a different last name, I'm Dr. Mackey, you're Dr. Davidson, we are husband-wife, um, which is why we're doing this. I've been referred to, you don't get the Dr. Mackey or the uh, Valerie Mackey very often, but I always get Mr. Davidson. Uh, <laughs> uh, that uh, you know, That's very funny. At least to them, when they realize my last name is Mackey, not Davidson, they all chuckle and laugh. I, I think it's because I'm Asian. Maybe, I, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really get the Doctor Mackey or Mrs. Mackey very much. But you, you know, you're you're Caucasian, so maybe you get the Mister Davidson because you don't look like a Mackey. <laughs> right, right. Well, uh, actually, where I'm from, you know, you're a West Coaster. I'm from the Midwest. There's a lot of Mackeys in the West in the in the Midwest. On the West Coast, Mackey is more of a Japanese name, which mm-hmm. w- is what you are. So uh, that's uh, that's always funny. 
Uh, you and I were in San Francisco um, for a while, uh, and there's a restaurant there. And it was just called Mackey. I think even in the San Francisco airport, or is it what is the Seattle airport? Uh, Seattle airport. There's a there's a Mackey restaurant in the airport. I know, there really as well. cute. Really weird, yeah. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to do a little bit of an overview, kind of talk about uh, who we are, what we do, how we help people, and then how we uh, hope to help all of you listening. Uh, because honestly, a lot of what we have to talk about, and what we've talked about with the Doctor Rob show, we did I think 188 episodes. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. You know, we are. Uh, what would you say, or if you had to, if someone asked you on the street, you know, your, you know, thirty-second elevator pitch, what would you tell them? Oh my gosh, I'd probably freeze. <laughs> right, have that that long distance stare. But really, you know, we do a lot with I both of us. We do a lot with hormones, so bioidentical hormones, never the conventional or synthetic kind of stuff. But um, yeah, we do. I do a lot of hormone balancing. That's kind of where. I feel is the nitty gritty is if you balance the hormones and everything that spirals out from that is positive. So, um, you know, a lot of people will say, you, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to eat better. But a lot of times when you have an imbalance, it's really hard to do that because, you know, that's that's the um, the driving factor is, I believe, is our hormones. Yeah, right. Well, we live, uh, we are, you know, kind of uh, energy hormone creatures, right? Everything in our environment outside of us we have all this stimulation coming in from nowadays from tv and ipads and smartphones and all these different things that are and of course the food supply both processed food and contaminated food and and uh, you know preservatives and all these different uh, chemicals all of that is having a hormonal impact on our bodies and when problems go awry sometimes in the conventional approach they're just not very well set up to handle some of those problems Absolutely. So that's where, you know, when we're thinking about hormones or balancing is really kind of, well, in our future episodes too, we're going to, you know, kind of spread this out a little bit so everybody can understand, you know, we're talking about our adrenal hormones, our thyroid hormones, our reproductive hormones that pretty much kind of goes into a lot of what they, I guess the new term or the term that's been around the block for a while is functional medicine is how can we change the function of our system. It doesn't necessarily mean we have a disease process, which is what your conventional doctor is going to deal with a lot. It's more about what can we do to balance things so that we feel our best and we can, you know, live life in the harmony that we want. Yeah, right. Uh, and in some ways, you know, based on what you just said, you know, functional medicine is kind of this big umbrella idea or concept. And really what we, what you, you and I try to do on a regular basis is more functional endocrinology. Uh, so when you go to a doctor, you have a hormonal-based problem and you go to the doctor, your primary care physician is going to refer you to an endocrinologist. The endocrine system is the hormone system in the body. And, you know, that's fine. Uh, there's a, a lot of situations where that is absolutely necessary, even beyond sometimes what, what we can do for someone. However, there are, I think, some limitations to what endocrinologists do, or even internal medicine doctors do sometimes, um, that they are a little bit inside of the box approach. And you and I tend to take a little bit of an outside of the box approach. Uh, not necessarily anything weird or unusual, but look Looking at uh, some, you know, some common problems that are, you know, kind of epidemic in this country, we'll we'll get to some of those. But just taking a little bit of an unconventional approach. Now, and you and I are not necessarily the pioneers in that, right? There's thousands of other doctors across the country and around around the world that are doing it. Uh, but when you look at 
let's say functional medicine as a subspecialty that compared to other, you know, just healthcare in general, it's just a tip of the iceberg, right? Medicine in this country is huge, huge industry. I think the last statistic I saw, there's like roughly a million medical doctors. Now, one of the organizations that you and I belong to, or that we go to their annual conference called A4M, the Anti American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, they have roughly like 30,000 physicians in their membership. So a million compared to 30,000, the numbers just don't really quite equate. Um, however, I think you would agree that the impact that functional medicine-minded doctors are having and anti-aging medicine-minded doctors are having is pretty profound. Oh, yes. So um, as you were mentioning, you know, going to an endocrinologist, you're right. So, you know, a lot of these specialties, um, if you have a stage three or four disease, I mean, they're going to save your life. If you have COPD or emphysema, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's serious. If you have some sort of diabetic, you know, you have to cut your toe off because of diabetes. I mean, they're going to they're gonna save your life. We're a little bit of a different type of specialty. It's when somebody might go to their endocrinologist and say, you know, I don't feel well. My energy is low. My, uh, I can't sleep very well at night. I'm gaining weight. Uh, my libido's low. My hair is falling out. I've got some acne. I'm, you know, I'm irritable or I'm forgetful. You know, they just, you know, these doctors, you, you got to love them because they're trained to, to save your life. They, they would just stare at you and say, well, you look like a lovely, healthy person to me, please go on your way. And you know, don't darken my doorstep again, unless you've got, you know, a stage three or four disease. So that's where we come in, because we're doing a lot of preventative. So with that particular patient or that, you know, that client is you can help them because if you, let's say you did nothing, eventually they would come on the doorstep of the endocrinologist or their medical doctor because they would eventually have some kind of issue that needed to be treated. Yeah, right. And I think medicine in general, in, in a lot of cases, now this is not a, uh, I mean, we're not begging on medicine, right? Medicine's medicine. It, it fills a, it plays a role in the industry. What you and I, I think what we try to do is we try to, there's a gap there in healthcare and we're trying to fill that gap. And like you said, if you're having, if you're in a car accident, you're having a heart attack, you need a surgery. This is some of the best medicine in the world is in this country. Now we could all get into the debate about healthcare reform and the system and the process. Yeah. Is it perfect? No, but uh, you know, people still have access. However, like you said, you go to a, a specialist that is looking, is trained to find and diagnose and treat disease. I mean, a lot of the things that we deal with are more quality of life issues that are not already to that stage of a black and white, yes, you have it, no, you don't kind of diagnosis. And if there's no diagnosis, then a doctor has a very difficult time making a, a recommendation or a prescription based on that because there's nothing, you know, there's no name to call what you have. You and I deal with people all the time that maybe not have an actual diagnosis, but we can still help them feel better. That's the bridge that we're trying to, or the gap that we're trying to bridge with our approach you know, and I'm sure you would agree too. We're not trying to be anybody's primary care physician or replace anybody. We're just part of their healthcare team. Yes, absolutely. And you had said something previously to that is, you know, prescription. You know, a lot of doctors do want, you know, if you have a disease process, they are going to write you a prescription. And we don't necessarily deal with putting people on these conventional synthetic prescriptions. If it's needed, yes, you know, with bioidentical hormones, there is, you know, there's prescriptions with that. But a lot of times we're working with their nutrition, with certain supplementation, with certain glandulars, with, with their, like I mentioned, their lifestyle, and then also maybe augmenting with, a, you know, some prescriptions of some hormones, depending on if we're working on the thyroid, 
the reproductive system, you know, our neurohormones, our, our adrenal system, or, you know, a common, most likely a combination of all of that. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's not, uh, I would consider our tool belt uh, to be very, uh, very robust. We have a lot of options that are sometimes um, very underutilized in conventional healthcare. You have basically two options. You're either going to get a drug of some sort, or you're going to have some kind of procedure of some sort, a surgery or, you know, some other type of modality. Uh, and that's really it. If you don't, if you don't respond or get better or improve from a from one of those two types of therapies, you know you're pretty much out of luck. You're not going to really have a, a good response. Uh, and then, not to mention, we can get into the whole pharmaceutical approach itself. Pharmaceuticals in general tend to do two things: they block receptors or they inhibit enzymes. Now, that's a really kind of broad statement, but a lot of medications work that way. And when you do that over an extended period of time, that's where sometimes some of the side effects, the unwanted side effects that come in from some treatments, that make you have to question is that medication even worth it because now you're you're taking it for this reason but now it has a bunch of other side effects sometimes side effects that people are not even aware of um, they're just happening they're just kind of uh, unaware of what they're experiencing is related to xyz medication they're taking yeah and that i mean definitely doesn't mean that we're anti-medication there are some people that need to be on certain blood pressure medications, sure, they have some genetic traits that they need some certain medications. Our goal is to kind of help maybe possibly minimize or prevent the future need for some of those things. And that'll be some of the, um, you know, the episodes that we're going to discuss in detail in the future is kind of going over a lot of different conditions and ways that probably a lot of you listening will say, oh, that kind of sounds like me. Yeah, right. And, and, and don't get me wrong. You and I are certainly, we, we both prescribe lots of medications. We're not opposed to medication by any means. It's just knowing what to use. What's the best option for the patient in that moment? Uh, you and I are both naturopathic doctors. We went to Bastyr. We actually met in school. Uh, we met at a uh, Halloween party uh, in our second year. <laughs> okay, we all uh, need to get into that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, she was really, she wearing a really, really cute pink dress. <laughs> Anyways, Dr. Bastier, which we, you and I, of course, uh, he was had passed on before we ever got to meet Dr. Bastier, who the school was named for. But his philosophy was use whatever works, whether that's uh, a vitamin, whether that's a mineral, what's that, whether that's a homeopathic remedy, whether that's a medication, use what works. And I think that you and I certainly take that approach. Now, as you said, though, it's usually a combination of uh, prescription, supplementation, nutrition, lifestyle modification. There's usually a multifactorial approach to help someone improve or get better because let's be honest, I think it's a little bit naive to think that you can just take a pill and expect all your problems to go away, right? That is kind of sold sometimes to the public, especially with the, you know, really clever advertising you see on TV and, you know, that's the way the system is kind of set up, but I think that people are they're kind of wising up to the fact that you go to the doctor with some kind of complaint and all you get is a prescription every time you go, you're just going to tend to not want to go back because it's just the same thing over and over and over. So that's why I think this uh, this whole trend of functional medicine, anti-aging medicine, for one, is being driven by the baby boomers, right? People are getting older, but yet they want to still maintain their lifestyle and their quality of life. They are not kind of taking it lying down. They're looking for answers. They're looking for solutions. Uh, they want help with their problems. You know, they want to maintain their vitality into their later years. And, you know, on that note, when I first started, I mean, I've been practicing for 12 years. And when I first started, I did see a lot of um, probably menopausal females. That was kind of like the, you know, kind of my beginning start in the beginning was, you know, a lot of menopausal females going through hormone um, changes, hot flashes, night sweats. But really, I've noticed as things have evolved is I see 
probably a lot more um, younger females now in their 20s and 30s, mainly maybe, you know, about the 30-year-old age. And me being a gal is I tend to attract probably more gal clients. So I do see a few fellas, you know, um, a lot of the ladies will bring their their men in later. But um, I have noticed that now, you know, it's people across the board of different ages that are really looking for a better quality of life or they really don't feel well. And I find that probably the biggest thing, of course, comes down to the adrenals, which we're going to talk about adrenals and adrenal fatigue and adrenal stress, adrenal insufficiency. But that's where things kind of domino effect out through that. And as we were mentioning with, you know, with conventional medicine is you know, they have, they compartmentalize health so much. You know, if you have acne, you go to your dermatologist. If I have irregular periods, I go to my gynecologist. If I've got, if I'm irritable and anxious, then I will go to my uh, psychologist. You know, there, if I've got digestive distress, you go to your gastroenterologist. So, you know, they're, they're separating a lot or compartmentalizing a lot of medicine. We're really, you pull that all together, you know, we're not just a series of parts. We're really, what do they call it? A sum of parts. So that's kind of, you know, our philosophy on how we're, you know, working on it as more of, I guess you could call it a holistic basis. Yeah, right, right. I, you know, that word, you know, uh, you and I <laughs> are you know, really holistic doctors. You know, it's kind of, a, you know, I kind of think of that term being a little uh, cheesy sometimes, you know, just because we are and uh, whatever. But it's true, right? We treat the whole person we're kind of an orchestrator of all those different systems because when we're dealing with hormones in our bodies, the external environment that we're exposed to every day, the sun, the dark, the heat, the cold, the, you know, the, uh, all the electrical devices. Traffic, you know, um, dealing with other people, yeah, you know, being overworked, you know, having too many, you know, having pressure, feeling like you're pulled in different directions. You know, there's, there's a lot of stress out there that's, not going to kill us, but you know, it, it really puts an impact on the system. Yeah, right. And the the symptoms that, and this is the interesting thing, you know, as they always say, an, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? Because all those symptoms that people start to experience, probably in their thirties, forties, certainly in their fifties and beyond, are in some ways kind of a prelude to what could happen down the road. And the big killers in this country: heart disease, diabetes, cancer, Alzheimer's is on the rise. We're having all these degenerative problems that are not necessarily a, you know, a crapshoot whether you're going to get them or not. In some ways, those are real issues that people have to be concerned about because it's not a, in some ways for some people, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. But that's because no one is taking this long-term approach to maintaining health and vitality, dealing with some of those symptoms early on, whatever those might be. So that way it sets you up for future health later on in life. Uh, so that way, by the time you're in your golden years, you know, your 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, you're not living 30 years with a chronic condition of some sort. You're able to maintain vitality for as long as possible. And I think that's what everybody wants to achieve, right? They they might not necessarily know how to do that. Healthcare in this country is not about you being healthy. Healthcare in this country, unfortunately, is about managing disease for a very long time. And that's really unfortunate because you go to the doctor, you know, sometimes this hospital staff is not really the epitome of health. I used to work at a hospital in Duluth, Minnesota, where, where I'm from. Uh, it was a very well-respected hospital. It was uh, won some national awards. It was top-ranked. And, you know, people there were, without by any means, they were not the picture perfect of an example of what they should be in the healthcare world. And you and I try very hard. You and I, we practice what we preach. Now, that's not to toot our own horn necessarily, but we couldn't recommend things to our patients if we weren't doing it ourselves. 
Yeah. And, and, and like you were mentioning, you know, treating disease, that is, you know, we do a lot of blood work. I love to get blood work done on, on most of my patients, if actually all of my patients. And, and I love, and I love it when they bring in their blood work from their other doctors. But it's interesting. This is, you know, when you're looking at the blood work, everybody is different and it is good to compare. So you can watch this progression is a lot of times people say, oh, well, my doctor says my thyroid's normal or my doctor says my glucose is normal that, you know, but you're looking at it in the second that someone's reference ranges or their lab values are out of range. That's when the, you know, their doc says, oh, we got to treat this. Now we got to put you on some metformin or put you on some medication when really we, you know, we have to look at, you know, we read the labs completely different. You know, I have my own reference ranges that I've been trained in and you've been trained in to read is we can prevent that, you know, before their blood sugar goes awry, before, you know, they, their thyroid is, is super off and they've been miserable for years. You know, you know, that's, that's the cool part is to see somebody that is healthy and may, you know, maybe has some certain um, tendencies towards, you know, maybe a particular disease or they're not feeling well is to help them feel better and know that we're preventing a lot of those future chronic related diseases. Right. Absolutely. Because you're not, uh, what happens, and I'm not really sure exactly why this is, but I think, like I said earlier, medicine is very black and white. Either you have it or you don't. So a lot of times nothing is ever done until you have a problem. So a lot of these symptoms that we uh, see on a daily continual basis that people come in with, they've been to their doctor, their doctor says you're fine, they've done some blood work. And there's been this trend, I don't even know over what, the last five or 10 years where doctors are, again, we're, we're not begging on people. It's just that they play a certain role in the healthcare in the healthcare landscape and we play our own role is that if either you have a problem or you don't uh, they tell them that they don't because their numbers are normal they end up treating the lab tests not the patient okay so when someone comes and see us like you said we interpret those numbers a little bit differently we look for trends of those numbers is it high normal is it low normal is it in the median is and how does those things correlate with their symptom picture to say okay you know maybe their tsh number for their thyroid is actually normal but yet they have all the classic symptoms of being hypothyroid we put i think a little bit too much stock into the accuracy and the specificity of the the diagnostic things that we do, whether it's an MRI, a CT, an X-ray. Now, granted, if you got a broken bone, you do an X-ray, you're going to see the broken bone. You're going to see a fracture there. If you've got a brain tumor, you do an MRI, you're going to find the brain tumor. Okay, but when it comes to lab works, we, uh, we you know, there's this idea, perception that the labs tell us everything that we need to know, uh, and a lot of times it doesn't. It does take a little bit of interpretation of those numbers and then correlating that with clinical presentation to really decide what's going on or what could be going on with this person. And like you said, maybe catching something or addressing something in a way so it doesn't progress into something more serious down the road. Oh yeah. I I love it when people come back and I see them and they're feeling great and they're looking good. And and it's, it's so exciting to me. So that's where, you know, we want to kind of interact with our listeners here too. We're, you know, we, we're going to do a lot of episodes about a lot of topics, but we do encourage you to go on the website, progressyourhealth.com. Isn't there like an email on there that you could maybe even email and tell us some of the topics that you're interested in? Yeah. So we'll, we'll figure out over the next couple of episodes, we'll figure out, you know, we get a lot of emails. We have a lot of uh, patient responsibility, so it's challenging to respond to everyone's email. But we're going to figure out a way, whether it's on Twitter or on a Facebook page or something where we can respond to your questions and possibly answer them on the podcast or something. If you email us, uh, we'll do our best to try to email you back. Uh, But like I said, that gets to be a little daunting, but we want to try to find a way 
that yeah. uh, your question that you have, everyone can benefit from that. Because now we start to really have a major impact on a much larger uh, pool of people. Because the question that you have as an individual, there's probably a thousand, ten thousand, a hundred thousand other people that have the exact same question. And, you know, I'm still amazed that you and I, you know, in a spare room uh, in our office, we can, uh, you know, we can record this podcast on a computer and a couple of microphones and people all over the world can listen to us, right? That still blows me away that you and I are sitting here face to face recording this thing and yet, you know, people in Australia or in, you know, Ireland or in Europe somewhere can listen to this podcast and learn and uh, kind of get some value from the information that we're providing. I still find that just to be, you know, amazing. And I think it's a, a really special treat to be able to do that. So, uh, like I said, we're still trying to figure out how to, you know, what's the most efficient way for you to engage with us and we can, you know, provide you some extra value. Um, so bear with us over the next couple of episodes until we figure that out. Um, but I do think it's important because, uh, you know, everyone has, uh, and I guess really the way we practice, it's all about individualization. Uh, it's really hard to do that, to customize healthcare on a very mass scale. That's why medicine's the way that it is. It's this revolving door. Everyone gets treated the same. Um, but that's, you know, as we're experiencing in the, you know, 21st century in 2016, that has limitations to it. You know, what we're trying to do is impart some of the customization and individualization, but that's also hard to do on a larger scale. So a good way to do that is by the questions that you have, other people can benefit from the answers that we provide based on those questions. Yeah, no, I think that this is going to be a, you know, this is our first episode, our intro, you know, we're very excited. Excited, but I do think it's it. This is going to be really fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, we really enjoyed it before. Uh, like I said, we apologize for the you know seven month delay, but uh, I do think that um, we've been able to put some fires out and get some things uh, situated. We're back in a good groove uh, now that we're situated in the in the office in California, uh, and uh, you know now we're back. We're going to do at least for the time being. We're going to do at least one episode a week. Uh, haven't decided exactly which day it's going to be uh, published on, but once it's published, it'll be consistent pretty much every every week that same day with the intention. Uh, and this might be a way that we answer questions is that the questions that do come in, we might do shorter, little smaller episodes, five, 10 minutes that we answer a question and that becomes part of the uh, podcast as well. So we have one big episode between you and I, and we maybe break that up into smaller mini episodes throughout the week. So now there's a, a lot of extra exposure and those questions that one person has everybody can benefit from it. So that would be, that would be, I think that would be, might be a great way to handle it. So that way you do get a, and we, uh, when I was doing the podcast before with Charlie, we used to do customer uh, or excuse me, um, a listener e uh, emails all the time. We would kind of read through almost word for word, of course, not their identifying information necessarily, but almost word for word, their emails. And you hear it from the person or the listener's voice in their own language. You know, there's a certain level of understanding about that because they're, you know, they're communicating in their own way, as opposed to paraphrasing it or saying it in my own words. You, you get a better sense of what's going on in when they, when they say it themselves. Yeah, you're right. Because there's, if somebody has an issue going on, there's probably like you said, thousands of other people that have similar, you know, similar symptoms or similar issues that, um, you know, I think, you know, that's our whole goal here is to try to, you know, help people. We see people one-on-one -on -one in the office, which is great. But if, like you said, we can reach so many other people and they could take a gem or, or take some sort of, you know, information with them and, and 
and use it to their benefit, that's that's awesome. Yeah, right. Now, again, more on a little bit of a technology side, you know, like I said, we are putting this on the same feed that it was before. At least we're going to try to put this on the same feed as the Dr. Rob show. So if you go back, you know, previously, there's going to be this transition, you know, episode 188 of the Dr. Rob show, and then we're going to go back to episode one of the Progression Health podcast and then on from there. Uh, so if you go back, you'll see the different album art. It'll be obviously a, pretty much the same format of a show. Obviously, you know, you and me before it was Charlie and I. But one thing I would like to ask, uh, and this being the first episode, is so for us to get a little bit of uh, new exposure, we've been absent for a while, is if you go on iTunes, if you like our show, if you are excited to, you know, for us to be back, if you're a listener from the past, or if you're a new listener, you just discovered us, please go to iTunes and give us a review on iTunes. That really helps us gain uh, our exposure. People are... Our, you know, our goal is right off the bat to get back on the new, uh, new and note, uh, noteworthy as a kind of a, a trending podcast because that will really help us continue to grow our audience around the world. And we had, I think, uh, well, the last time I checked it, we have like 106 reviews on there. Uh, people seem to like what we have to say. We want to continue that. We want to continue to grow the audience. The bigger we grow the audience, uh, the more people we can help. Ultimately, that's why we're here. Yep. Nope. Sounds sounds exciting. So for more information, you can visit our website at ProgressionHealth.com. Until then, we'll uh, catch you next time. Yep. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Progress Your Health podcast. If you like what you've heard on this podcast, please give us a positive review on iTunes. This allows us to spread our message, grow our audience, and help more people around the world. For more information, visit our website at ProgressYourHealth.com.